Hey everybody, welcome to Post Credit Bruce. <laughs> this is the podcast where we do a review while drinking a cold brew. <laughs> I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. <laughs> and today we're we're, we're, we're and today we're reviewing Morbius. Sony's latest installment into the, the Spider-Man franchise. It's a very special episode. <laughs> so we, we saw Morbius this past weekend. And uh, we saw Matinee on Sunday. And I think we kind of went into it knowing what we were kind of going to get. And I don't know. I thought we got a little more. Like There were more <laughs> things I found humorous in this movie than I thought I was going to. You see, yeah. I, I kind of went into this blind. Because I knew it wasn't going to be good and mm-hmm. i know that there wasn't the um, high expectations for it so i didn't look at any reviews or anything and then mm-hmm. we got to the theater and john said 17 percent on round tomatoes i'm like oh well i'm probably be left my ass this entire time yeah and it, yeah. i was pretty right about that yeah, yeah. I, and i don't know i mean dave i know you have some knowledge of, of morbius right I, I knew nothing about him before going into this movie my only knowledge is playing like the spider-man 3 game okay. for like um was it GameCube or PlayStation, whatever it was? Okay. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And he's in that? Yeah. Okay. It's a yeah. weird inclusion. But. Yeah. Outside of that, like, I don't know anything about it. Like, I feel like there's, like, at least, like, ten other, like, Spider-Man characters you would want to see a movie on. Like, well, it was, like, a, it wasn't, like, the main villain. He was, like, a side character, like, a side like villain. a side thing. Yeah. But even, like, like, I would rather see a Craven movie over this. I don't, Yeah. you know, I mean, which we're getting, but, yeah. Hopefully it's not in line with what we just saw, though. Hopefully not. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> also, with this is a vampire. He's a human yeah. vampire. So you have to kind of go into with that kind of mentality that it's not going to be like this mm-hmm. great cinematic thing. And you kind of just have to just uh, roll with the punches, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you have Jared Leto in the main role. You know, I, I think he's. We'll get into him a little more. I know he's a little, little divisive for some people. So, yeah, I mean, I just didn't really know. I was never like excited at any point for this movie. Um, I don't know who asked for it. Yeah. Um, Had a million delays. Like, yeah, tons of. I mean, this was going to come out, I think, in July 2020 initially, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, they had all this time to probably work on adjusting things in the movie. And, yeah. I think the the only thing they made was an addition. We'll get into that later, mm-hmm. but I mean that uh, that made the movie worse. Yeah, I mean I've always made the point every time we talk about these comic book movie adaptations on here. But I'm always about continuity and connection. And if like this is going to connect to something, I'm all for it. I think the idea of doing villain solo movies is a pretty cool idea. Mm-hmm. I've always been behind them, and I kind of like that idea. Like, yeah, Venom wasn't great, but like it was cool to see like. It's kind of like what I keep saying with the the DC Miles should be, where they had the solo villain movies and then they bring them together mm-hmm. for like a collab. Yeah, and and it's a weird it's a weird thing that they're bringing these together because it's like, you know, I mean that overarching character is is Spider Man, and then you know whether you're talking about Venom or whether you're talking about Morbius, like he's he's nowhere to be seen in those movies. You know, yeah, they make a little more mention of him in the Venom ones, but yeah, so. Exactly right. They're very minimal. Well, mm. I, also, I don't, they don't even know who their Spider-Man is. Exactly. Because it doesn't right. seem like Garfield wants to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and probably not gonna get Toby, Toby to do it. Yeah. 
probably. And Holland's already getting a, doing his own career now. Yeah. And yeah. Even like rumors of him even stepping back from the role too mm-hmm. after a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, I think you know it'd be interesting to see where Tom Holland kind of goes with Spider Man, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you could really just even just do CGI Spider Man, have him like swing through the shadows wherever mm-hmm. if you wanted to get, include him in these kind of include things, him. but they really don't. Yeah, and as we've seen in this movie, you not, might not, not even announce. Need, you might not even need to get that actor to voice that Spider. Oh my God! Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> intriguing. It's what we're speculating. <laughs> but it's been a while, though. I mean, what? You know, some stuff has happened in the news since we've spoke. You know, that's I'm, right. The Oscars. We gotta get into the Oscars yeah. more than anything. Little, uh, a lesser-known actor, Will Smith, had a uh, had a little little shake-up a couple weeks ago. A little entanglement on stage, if some might might guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ew, no, David. I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of like sick of talking about it too. The memes are like the memes though. are really good though. But like, I'm I'm at a point where I'm just like, just let's... like someone put the idea of taking the PBS character Arthur walking up and slapping Chris Rock on the face. <laughs> what well, I, I like the one. <laughs> I like the one where it's uh, his character from Madagascar and his character from Shark Tale. <laughs> or the him as the genie from Aladdin singing. No, I don't. I, I might. You might Keep send me that on. one wife's yeah name <laughs> out your fucking mom one thing i kind of forgot and i didn't even didn't really click for me until a little bit was chris rock and jada pinkins they were both in madagascar yeah like yeah. that didn't click for me right away mm-hmm. yeah so i guess we're not getting madagascar 4 at this point i guess not yeah what the whole situation is just a little weird because you see him laughing at the joke and i don't know if it was just like delay camera mm-hmm. shot at them and then she does like the eye roll and then you don't see anything from that angle but if you look at a different point of it you see her laughing when when he comments on after getting hit right oh i didn't see that oh. so i think she's a pot star in a way i yeah i will say i did see him laughing and then you kind of see her reaction and, like, my initial reaction is, like, I can't imagine she wanted him to get up there and smack him in the face. Right. And then I take a step back, and I'm like, she probably did. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what she wanted. But I, I will say, though, I mean, I kind of see both points, though. I'm like, for one, you don't mess, make jokes about someone's health conditions like that. That's yeah. Even though she's been very open and public about it and mm-hmm. even said, like, I'm going to live my life and be happy and free and, and laugh all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, she doesn't look horrible. Like, some people can pull off the ball. Look, she looks pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and number one, you, you just don't like go after someone's wife like that. I mean, mm-hmm. just as a man, I think I would. It would hold. It would take a lot for me to not get up there and do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and there were a lot of ways that I heard it could have been handled differently. Like he didn't have to smack him. He could have just went up there and just talked to him. I'm sure we would have gotten just as many memes about that. Too. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I was telling my dad too. I said, Dad, like, if you were at a comedy club and someone said that about. Your wife, my mom, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't be that. You'd be in handcuffs in the back of a, a trooper car, <laughs> like, like it's assault. Yeah, yeah. And and there's that other added element of like there's celebrities, mm-hmm. you know, there's hypocrisy. I mean, I, I keep hearing these conflicting things. Like they asked them to leave, and then they're saying no, they didn't. Yeah, I think the latest. I wrote some of this for Collider. I think the latest is they never formally asked him to leave. Yeah, yeah. But there was rumblings that they did, but they came out and said they never formally mm-hmm. did. And yeah. it was a lot of it was Chris Rock didn't want to press charges, so I think that had a lot to, to do with it, yeah. too. It was like, if he's cool with it, we're not going to escalate this any further. I, I think that's what he should be the most... The fact that Chris Rock handled it the way that he did. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- is, I think that's something well, he, He's making out great, though. He's yeah. All the shows are getting sold out shows, now. Yeah, yeah. 
saw Sam I, tweeted at him, him afterward. Really? He was just like, love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great meme, too. It's just like the cast of grown-ups, and it's like, oh, yeah. we're meeting you, meet, waiting for Will Smith in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, what? I mean, there's a million other things that are more important than this, but what I will say is, like, he's pretty good in King Richard. Like, he's good in that movie. Well, that's one, you know? one of the funniest things I feel like that I, I like that it's like one of the understated moments and when you watch the clip is I like Chris Rock calls him Richard like when he's walking up he's like yeah. oh, Richard <laughs> but I, I mean that was a good movie I liked it yeah it he's good, good in it like for yeah. what it's worth it was kind of a stupid joke too G.I. Jane 2 even, I mean even he acknowledges that <laughs> it's like he's just like it's a G.I. Jane joke dude <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah it was TV but I mean it's and of course, with all the, the edits where like it hits someone and it has the the closing like commercial break to everybody hates Chris. I see, I've seen I mean, that one. Good, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're endless. What you could do. Do you think there's anyone in this movie Morbius would have slapped? I was just going to ask maybe that, Milo, yeah. maybe. Probably the the movie that won Best Picture because Morbius didn't even get a fighting chant in this one. Yeah, I mean, Morbius might be nominated for Best Picture next year. I'm thinking. Might be nominated for a Razzie. I'm thinking a Razzie is well deserved <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> oh, but I mean, do we just want to kind of, you know, we we shared some of our thoughts at the beginning of this. Do we want to just go through the beer and then dive right into it? Yeah, John got, went out on a on a journey and and got us this beer for tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. So what do we got, John? Uh, so this is all the way from Oregon. Went all the way out there to get it. Ooh. The Rogue Bat Squatch Hazy India Pale Ale. Um, I'll try and read this description without laughing. It's a bit dramatic. Usually we don't get these descriptions on the cans or bottles. Yeah. Uh, for years, rumors have circled that deep in the woods of Mount St. Helens lives the fabled Bat Squatch. While there are many tales of Bat Squatch, they are all a bit hazy on the details, which makes the truth such a juicy mystery. So what better way to honor the legend than with a hazy, juicy IPA, perfect for camping and potentially making a new friend. Pair it with white cheddar, grilled salmon, and strawberry shortcake. That's disgusting. I'll tell you one thing, though. The bat on the artwork for this beer looks like Dr. Michael Morbius on an acid trip. It looks like a gargoyle. Yeah. The, the CGI in Morbius is worse. than <laughs> Remember that shit, gargoyles? Yeah. It does look like that. Yeah, he does. This would have looked better than the CGI in the movie. Yeah. It kind of does. Yeah, a little bit. Like, if if I'm thinking of, like, as if they were trying to redo the comics, like, I could definitely see that this is the, the vision that they would want for Morbius. Mm-hmm. What they would go for. I like the can that the artwork's cool. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. And this is coming in at six point seven. So definitely want to be a little careful with these. Yeah. Not a double IPA, but a hazy one. Yeah. So let's let's crack it open, see see what we got. Yeah, post crack beer crack. Cheers. Cheers. Pick up while it's cold, ladies. That's not bad. Yeah, it's it's good. Now, yeah, is, I do like that. Is that a joke that it says it pairs well with white cheddar, grilled salmon, and strawberry shortcake? 
I don't. Think I was so. just gonna say I could I could definitely see myself eating a piece of strawberry shortcake after a nice piece of grilled salmon and just enjoying this nice IPA. Yeah. yeah, and like white cheddar. Like, are you putting it on top? Of like the white white cheddar, like cheddar on top of the um yeah. the salmon. They're way too specific, I think, for this to be a joke. But uh, I think a camping beer is a good way to describe this one. Yeah, camp. This kind of reminds me of folk, like, I, I like a folk fest. Drink thing? this at folk fest. Yeah, yeah. For anyone who is see, trying to seek it out, it actually is. Um, I got this from Giant, so it is local. It. Uh, good distinction for sure. It's a good taste, though. I, I do like it. I like hazy IPAs. This is decent. You know, it's it's a good hazy IPA, but it's kind of bland in a way too. Where you, like, there's not that one like aftertaste that like sticks with you that mm-hmm. you don't like or like a lot. Like, yeah. In, in a way, it's kind of dangerous. I feel I feel like you could throw a couple of these back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like if you do take more than one of these too fast at a time, you might try to. I wonder if you do become like like a vampireish or, or like vampire. a, like a bat. Yeah, yeah. No. He might. I mean, do you think this is made out of bat's blood? I think it's the artificial blood. The he artificial blood? The you movie. think so? <laughs> that ties in. So the can says it has notes of tropical, <laughs> citrus, pine, bitter, or malt. I get taste of citrus. Do, do you think any of those notes were in the artificial blood that Morbius created? Maybe, artificial bitters? Maybe pine. Yeah. I think it's a mix of like that artificial blood and maybe like some pond water from that cave that he goes to. But they don't ever explain why they he went there. They never explain. <laughs> and I thought that always looked cool in the trailers. Yeah, and me it's too. really like. <laughs> I always thought him flying in front of the train looked goofy, and it was in this movie too. Yeah, yeah. But definitely artificial blood vibes, in a good way. Yeah, this is a good one. And just as, a, as our normal PSA here, um, don't drink and drive. If you have one too many of these, you might want to. Think you can fly in front of a train or through the sky, and you definitely cannot. No, not like Morbius, at least. Even that CGI was bad in the movie. Just like it him was. flying. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look good. But we also have our grading scale here, a post-credit bruise with on a scale of one to five, with five being really good and one tasting like dishwater. So, what do you guys rate the um, the Bat Squatch Hazy Indian Pale Ale? I'm going a four. Four? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd go four to Rogue Brewing. They did a good job with this one. <laughs> I want to go four point three. Four point three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think this could have revived Doctor Nicholas. I don't know about could you have. guys. Is that Jared Harris? Yeah. <laughs> Wasted in this movie. <laughs> I forget he's Richard Harris's son. <laughs> right. The original Dumbledore. <laughs> My knowledge of Harry Potter is just nothing. Wow, oh, I have to get into it. You don't have to. Well, it's good. Well, I want to though. Like, yeah. I, I, I want to watch them all. You know, I'm not gonna read a book. Yeah, I don't read books, but like, I I would definitely want to. It's like weekend binger. I think they're, they're a great. Like, you just put one on on like a Saturday afternoon, and like it's like three movies later. You know, Freeform does a good job. They always have like the marathons, so you can mm-hmm. watch them back to back. They're always good. Yeah. I think they're on HBO or Peacock or oh, really? they're on one of those. One, now. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about Harry Potter. Although we are getting <laughs> a new Fantastic Beasts in a couple weeks, I think we're here to talk about Morbius. Um, the long it's what delayed the, it's what movie. The people want. It's what the people want. Um, and I'm trying to think off the top of my head how many times this movie was delayed. Like I think we we're supposed to get it summer 2020, and obviously COVID put a wrench 
in you know all those movie plans and then i i don't know the other dates like was it early 2021 next or i think it was probably early wasn't it like was it january january 2021 or early maybe i know at one point it was january it was going to come out of january of this year okay which yeah uh, yeah the quality of the movie that makes sense yeah this feels like a jan like an old school january movie um i no i i think i remember it was like july 2020 and then it got bumped to March 2021 and then I think it actually moved up to January 2021. Yeah. And then it, you know, got pushed <laughs> significantly. Yeah. For a while but, it was January 2022 and then it got to yeah. April. I don't think this was as bad as like I feel like when you think of like troubled productions for like a movie, you think like New Mutants. I didn't think this was as bad as New Mutants. But it was still bad. Ah, uh, I the entire it, thing, like the whole movie itself. Yeah, well, I mean, in two parts. Like, I don't think this had as troubled of a production as New Mutants did. But I also think that this was slightly better than New Mutants. Maybe a little bit. I think there's a movie in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. I just had trouble finding it. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Because the the opening kind of intrigued me a little bit. I mean, I I knew we were in for a really bad one mm -hmm. when the first three minutes we got a 25 years later sooner. Yeah, yeah little script on the on the screen there must i I gotta wonder if there was more and you know what i mean we probably spoiled a little bit of this movie already but we're getting in heavy into spoilers so if you you haven't seen morbius yet just check out but um, why would you not have seen it yet (laughs) but but i will say like that opening scene where he's in like south america i think or something like i thought that was cool and I, i gotta wonder if there was more scenes with that like more context. The only thing I, I could surmise is that that's where he got the bats that were in that, mm-hmm. well, even in that that big two thing. But even that's a controversial scene because that's right. apparently getting accused of. Um, I I knew Peter would yeah <laughs> like where are they coming after like the mouse scene and that? Well, they're coming after the music, the music like like that they stole from the Dark Knight. Oh oh, I thought you were talking about like animal rights or something. No no no. Okay. When yeah. when he walks into that that chamber with the bats flying around, oh, it's the same kind of music as when oh really when Bruce Wayne walks in, oh. into the thing of bats in Dark Knight. Okay. I never even picked up on. I sent you guys on TikTok. There's like a comparison thing. I'll have to look at it. <laughs> I just I mean this. I I'd be hard pressed to I. Need to see New Mutants again, I guess. I don't know what I would say is worse. I, I gave this one star. I think mm. I'd maybe go for New Mutants, maybe one and a half. Mm. Like, I don't think New Mutants was this bad. But there was some bad stuff in New Mutants, that's for sure. Um, I, I think my biggest thing, this movie was just boring. Like, yeah. I tried, like, earlier today, like, the day after we saw it, thinking of what happened in the middle of this movie. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it was very boring. Yeah. And it's short. Like it's not like it's a long movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just it was just so many different holes that they just things they didn't leave mm-hmm. answered. You were left with more questions. Yeah. yeah. Like I looked at you guys in the in the movie during it when he's up on stage at that big thing and he's getting this big award for mm-hmm. for using like finding the cure for blood diseases, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then it pans right to a hospital with the kids t- telling telling him i can't believe you like just cursed them all out or something like that like why don't you just show that yeah yeah well i think they took it out because of what will smith did 
It was a last-minute poll. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> that would have been quick. Oh, no, it couldn't have been. Yeah. I'm sure there's a deleted scene where he disses them off, but they just cut it out, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Even just the stuff in the lab was all boring. Like, I also felt like none of the characters really... Like, kind of Jared Leto or, you know, Morbius and, and Milo. I felt they had a little chemistry there. But outside of that, like, I wasn't connected to, like, any of these characters. And it's only or, because they showed that flashback that you even knew that they were good friends. That they were, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> like, thought, like the, the woman in the lab, like, once you saw him, like, oh, that's that's the sexual interest in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no mention that they were, like, they gr- worked together growing up. It was just, mm-hmm. the chemistry was, they were mounting it right it was just there. as they, yeah. she came on screen. Mm-hmm. It's very wooden between the two of them, for sure. Yeah. Nothing really there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't think the stuff with the kids was horrible. Like, I thought they were okay. Mm-hmm. And I think... It was definitely necessary. Yeah, there's like a kernel of something with the two of them. I mean, Jared Leto, is, I mean, he's he's been good. And, you know, he's obviously he's won an Oscar. It's not like he's always phoning it in. And mm-hmm. I liked him in House of Gucci. He's over the top, but it works for that movie. It's comical. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of disappointed in how... This is I've never I don't think I've ever seen Matt Smith in anything. Yeah. Was he was he in the last Star Wars or No, he was he was almost I think he actually his scene got cut or okay. like he was going to be in it. Yeah. Okay. I have never but, seen I've never seen Doctor Who, so yeah. I was disappointed that this cuz I'm sure he's a better actor than, mm-hmm. than what he shows here. Yeah. But he's having fun with it and I think more than anyone in the cast that he's the one that does that the most and gets he it works. across the most. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think one of my biggest complaints with I mean, especially Venom, but even more so this, it was, I had trouble understanding why they were supposed to be a, why he's supposed to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I thought like the role should be reversed where Masma should have been the, the good guy in this trying to stop um, Jared Leto mm-hmm. from, you know, taking control of the thing. Yeah. That's another thing, too, is like, I mean, you hear them like, you know, I guess is Jared Leto supposed to be a bad guy for part of this movie and then he becomes good? Like, there was no... Yeah. Like he, he's stopping that. a bad force in this movie, and then, as the post-credit scenes will tell you, he's mm-hmm. on the hunt for Spider-Man. But there's no nothing. There's yeah. nothing telling you that he was in his way. Or, yeah. It, I, I think another point I want to bring up is like, I mean, with that, like with Venom, like I think you could make an argument that Venom is like a an anti-hero type. I mean, he eats people when he's Venom. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like. Versus like Morbius, where it's just like you just see him in a lab doing these experiments, and I mean, I feel like he didn't even like save anyone in this movie, yeah. really. Like it wasn't, yeah. Venom, and that's a good point. That was what I, I was kind of going to go into. Is I feel like Venom kind of it's over the top and it's cartoony, but kind of in a good way. But it does kind of establish that like he's an antihero because of the suit, the the symbiote's trying to mm-hmm. take control, and you can see that. It's is it the way that it could probably be put forth the best? No, but it's at least putting forth some effort i feel like morbius you don't really get any of that and it's kind of the same thing like he's a he's a vampire i mean it, it's almost the same thing as venom i don't mm-hmm. know why they don't establish it yeah well, we, also had, like, we also had two venom movies where again he was trying to save people in the world from a bad force and he's supposed to be a bad force mm-hmm. I, I just don't get the the whole aspect of it right. it should be more like hey i got these powers and i'm going to use them to further my ambitions as mm-hmm. a reporter to yeah. further ambitions, my, my ambitions of life, and Spider-Man's getting my way, and now I'm pissed off. It's a great point. Yeah, he like uses it almost to like better, you know, his career himself. But For like, nothing, I think yeah. the San Raimi one probably did the best job at, of like doing the Venom, 
just because of how this much you hated the Eddie Brock character mm-hmm. in that movie. They made him a villain, right? Yeah. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having, like, a good guy, like, that mm-hmm. has this, and, and the movie's him coping with and, like, trying to fight that balance of good and evil, and then the adventure takes over. Yeah. But you wouldn't see it take over. Yeah, yeah. I also didn't really like the Venom movies that much, but I will say, I mean, Morbius makes those movies. <laughs> I was going to say, we're singing Venom's praises. Yeah. I mean, I, what does that say? I, we, we were probably pretty hard on Let There Be Carnage and a couple episodes ago, but yeah. compared to Morbius, uh, oh. But, I mean, what, what do we... I guess we talked a little about Jared Leto. I mean, do, do you guys like him as an actor? Or? Doesn't do much for me. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this in while I was in the movie. I'm trying to think. If I was to remake this as a serious movie and hear me out, I probably would get Jake Gyllenhaal to, to be this Morbius. I, I won't argue with that. Like, I, yeah. Could yeah. you see him with the with the beard and the long hair and this? And, you know, as a, as that neurotic doctor, like, he was, like, in that um the movie where he's doing the he's filming the the crimes oh, nightcrawler yeah like, i could see him being like that kind of neurotic character like mm-hmm. trying to like fix the blood and yeah i feel like you're getting definitely a performance closer to tom hardy but if you get jake gyllenhaal in this with which is again like tom hardy's having fun with it and i think you don't get that as much with jared leto in this movie i think mm-hmm. you get it with matt smith but i think at the same yeah. time i think just for how out there he is i think he was built for this role yeah like like he could have done this really well mm-hmm. i think the really the the bad part of this movie was probably just the writing. There was one scene in this where it was one of those like it was trying to it was a a climatic like the nurse walking down the hallway to the hospital and mm-hmm. she thinks someone's behind her and the lights are out and she's sprinting to turn the light off and then she turns around and obviously they he's killing her. Well, I mean sucking the life out of her, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. The light and the lights are just go off. I'm like, weren't they just on like off a second ago? Yeah. <laughs> So, and I kind of like that you bring that up, Dave, because that's my next point is like, and again, I don't, you know, I don't think we need a whole like lesson on how this movie operates or works, but is it like, so did he take the artificial blood because it was like he knew once he took real blood, he would always need that? I guess. I don't think the movie does a great job of establishing. Hmm? Talk about Leto? Yeah, just in general, or like Matt Smith, like he... You know, when Milo kills the nurse, spoiler alert, for a little bit you think Morbius did it. Well, I think it but, was it was before, right before that, he goes into the lab and he's like, all right, give it to me, give it to me. He's like, no, this is dangerous. Okay. So they implied that he stole it without mm-hmm. even showing him, like, you know, putting it in his pocket or something That he like did that. it, yeah. So even I thought it was just Leto doing that. Doing that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you would Again, think. a plot hole. Like, they, <laughs> yeah. the simplest of, like, a camera angle of, like, him putting a vial in his fucking pocket yeah, would yeah. be as enough to say, oh, I, I'm going out for my own ambitions. But is Middle it like... schoolers would have had a harder <laughs> time shoplifting. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But is it like once... And, and again, I mean, maybe you guys would know this or have an opinion on it, but is it like once you... For them in this movie, once they drink actual blood, like, they don't... They can survive without it, like... It's like the artificial I, blood, I think, is... It's supposed to, like, keep them in balance. Mm-hmm. You know, if they don't have... It's kind of like a supplement. Like, if they don't have anything, they're obviously going to go into that insane like vampire yeah. full state mood. But I think to prevent him from going and killing human blood, he made this artificial one to okay. keep him level grounded so he's not killing people. But isn't there a whole conf? I, I, I think that, that's yeah, what I got from it. That's all, yeah. and that's all how I followed it too. Doesn't the movie set up a conflict though, where it's like the artificial blood doesn't last as long? 
Isn't well, it like, like it, losing it's like effectiveness? It was, it was losing its um Yeah. It's volatility, I think. Is that like, the word to use? Yeah, like I guess like he's okay for six hours and then it goes down to four and right, then, right. Yeah. So but I don't think they really I think, so I think established. He, so uh, yeah, that was one of the things he would because he was narrating a little bit between and he was saying, you know, it's going down. You see him in the prison mm-hmm. when he gets arrested. He was yeah. like, no, I survived all the four hours with this now, and it's getting worse and worse. I don't mm-hmm. know how much I can keep up with it. Yeah. But they never go back to that. Like, what was his coping mechanism after, the, after it what runs out? Do? Yeah. I mean, he just seemed like he deteriorated. But even, like, I mean, Matt Smith from the beginning, you know, he took normal blood. And, like, you never saw him, like, you know. And it's something as simple as him. Energy. It's simple. Something as simple as it would, if all they said was, once this runs out, I'm going to have to just survive. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you, that's your foreshadowing that he's going to do whatever he needs to do. Yeah, and and that, yeah. that's how he becomes a villain. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all you need to do. And they didn't even do that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things they didn't do in this. <laughs> and I don't mean to sound like I'm like passionate about this because like, I'm really not. I really don't even care. No, I mean, I was but confused. I was it's just like, like how, you know. The writing's on the walls that make this movie. like. Mm-hmm. My God, and like you said, I really think like a third grader could write this. Yeah, and write it better. Yeah, dialogue's really bad. And and again, like it's not like Craven. I'm interested to see how they do Craven because I feel like that's if they're gonna try and yeah, if they're gonna try and pose him as like an antihero type character, uh, how are you know how are you gonna do that? Where's like the battle with him gonna be? Morbius, it's essentially what they did with Venom. It's gonna be Mm -hmm. similar. They're probably gonna make him like a a hitman that's doing these hits to pay for like. A family member's like surgeries or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think Craven. I could be wrong. I think his like powers. It's similar to how like Black Panther gets his. Like it's from some kind of. Mm. So it could be similar to kind of what they presented the way here. It could I be would, something on those lines. The way I would rate Craven modernly is that he's just a mad like a John Wick kind of character mm-hmm. that's out for revenge for someone that killed his wife. Yeah, and he goes down these rabbit holes of like these different mob mobs and gangs and and stuff, and he. Will just kill anybody in his way to get more answers, and I think that might just be the way they do it. It's possible they might do it that way. I mean, I knew I I had heard you know for Spider Man No Way Home, their original like if they couldn't get all those villains to be in that, like they were gonna do Craven, or if they don't do Craven, they just say because it's rumored that Keanu Reeves is is he still rumored to be in it, or did they cast somebody? They cast Craven. Oh, did they? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, Really? Yeah, the guy who played Quicksilver in Ultron. Oh, okay. I was hearing how that new movie bullet train that's coming out. That's a Sony movie. And they were saying like he was cast as Craven. Like they say he's really good in that movie. Oh. So they said, yeah, they cast him in that. But if it were Keanu Reeves and they just said that John Wick movies were prequels, like the, the Craven prequel, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with that because that's like, pretty much all you inspired. need for like, a Craven yeah. background. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad, bad idea for him. You know, I mean, I'm also not asking for a Craven movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, more right. so than Morbius, but yeah. I, that's one of my th- like. I was never excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's I, listeners. Like I don't think any of us are disappointed. That this movie was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody was excited for it. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't think that it would be possible to mess up a character as bad as Wonder Woman eighty five did with Cheetah, but Morbius somehow managed to do that. With Morbius, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think maybe it's just the CGI. CGI is pretty bad in this, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. even just like, it's laughable. Like the the scenes where like mm-hmm. the the transformation is like it's halfway through and mm-hmm. like yeah it gets mad yeah. for a second and it like pops up and it's just like you just look yeah. stupid. They just look like they're like CGI orcs or something. Yeah, it looked like orcs. Yeah, it did. 
<laughs> yeah, they weren't like yeah, like scary like vampires or anything. No. And also, could the, you the, imagine like modern day orcs just walking around, <laughs> full suit dancing? Yeah, like I mean, that's what you get in this. The dancing scene in this so bad, unnecessary. It's every one of these like Sony villains have like these random dance scenes. Like they had Woody Harrelson dancing in Venom Two. And I'm sure there was a little dance number in the first one. Oh, they they had Venom DJing in the second. The Venom one, DJing that was that was rough. Yeah, <laughs> this was, whole like else. I guess it started with emo Peter. Maybe oh seven. I mean, not that yeah. every movie since then has done it, but maybe that was like an inspiration. Yeah. So is it time to talk about it? How about the, the, the post credits? The post credit. Well, I, I guess before we get into that, what I will say is the the final battle in this movie. It's just like awful. It just like occurs in like a sewer, and like it's not. They don't even like fight. Like it's just like <laughs> I don't. It's like all the bats fly out. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's like a trademark. You brought up Wonder Woman, the sequel. That's a great. I mean, the whole final part of that movie takes place at night. That's movies mm-hmm. like this do those scenes at night because the CGI they have is not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, and this is no. Yeah, I mean they're in a cave, a sewer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bats I, kill them. Was it a sewer? I thought it was like a, like a church. No, I mean, maybe you're thinking of Carnage. Um, yeah, yeah, Carnage ended in the church. That yeah. was a, Again, poor attempt, but at least that movie like made sense. Like, it, it somewhat more coherent than, than this. I think, honestly, like, to understand that movie, just like, just look at everything Woody Harrelson does in that movie, and it's just like, I see what they're trying to do here. <laughs> like, yeah. He was off the wall. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean the final battle in this, but I mean the the big thing that really stuck with us was these these two post credit scenes. And I honestly, I, I think being a podcast called Post Credit Brews, like these were offensive <laughs> post credit scenes. Oh my scenes. god! But yeah, like I said, we we formed this whole entire thing just because we would get wait for air to the credits before mm-hmm. post credit scenes were popular. Yeah, yeah. Because we were like the, the real nerds. Yeah, they watching yeah. these movies. And Check then we would go out. to a bar and just discuss them afterwards. Like that—that's mm-hmm. what the podcast. That's how it formed. It's what we wanted. And it, yeah, it was very disheartening that this is what the, the state of what they're—they're they're definitely trying to piggyback off of a mm-hmm. Marvel success with them. And oh, they're going to stay just yeah. for these. And you know, I'm—I'm I'm not going to say every post-credit scene in the MCU has has worked or there's been payoff for it, but I think a majority of them mesh together well and like you even get some where it's like i know john you're not a fan of these but like they're full scenes for the next movie right you know but like this was just like i i mean this just leaves you so much more confused like trying to figure out like how does this work like well what let's, is this? let's talk about it yeah john you wanna you'll do a good job yeah this. sure so i guess we get the first one which, um, I mean, it seems kind of based on what we've heard from reporters and stuff. It seems like it kind of became a whittled down version of his contra- initial contribution in the film. But uh, you, you see the rift from the end or, you know, from Spider-Man No Way Home, particularly how you see it in the end. Um, then it cuts to a prison cell and you see uh, Michael Keaton's Adrian Toomes, Vulture, materialize and makes a comment about hoping the food in this prison is better. Um, I, I mean, that's a great kudos to him for having that kind of reaction to being pulled out of his world. Yeah. I mean, you also get a news report too, like 
mysterious man like shows yes, up like yeah. may be like really <laughs> i like what she's in a jumpsuit to earlier Wait, what, what were they saying on that oh they, they were saying like yeah like a i'll give credit to uh this other podcast i listened to the Ringerverse, but they they had mentioned how like if that happened like there's no way they're just like going to release that man like they're going to put him in like area 51 <laughs> Well, he's also in a jumpsuit. Like, clearly he's a criminal. Like, yeah. It's not like he just materializes. <laughs> so then it leads, you know, I mean, this is a good segue into the he's second. He's fully accepting of it. Like, oh, well, I'm just here now. He's fu- I mean, he, he I hope the food's better than this joint. <laughs> but, I mean, then that leads you to your next, you know, segue into the second post credit scene. But, like. I guess they do release him, and somehow he gets the vulture wings again. Which knows exactly this, where they are in this new world that he just got pushed into. Right. Which the bat and in this world, the battle in New York presumably never even happened. happened. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. So getting you, very nerdy here, but yeah. yeah. I mean, how did he? His whole suit was made from armor from the the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, do we go through the dialogue in this scene? I, I think it's necessary. We can, yeah, we can discuss okay. some, yeah. So let's let's plant the seed. So it opens up with Morbius, who has the ability to fly with all these superpowers, is driving down a road in the valley, and what is almost equal to the the ghost car commercials from the mm. early two thousands. He's driving a nice car, yeah. Kind of remind me of Doctor Strange a little bit. Yeah, he's driving yeah. before he gets in that crash, and um, he is in the desert. Just driving. It stops in the middle of the desert, mm. in the middle of the road. And a vulture flies down. And I, I can, I have the dialogue here. I can yeah. say it. Um, Should I put some, want to get some, like, dramatic music on in the background? Yeah. Colin Zimmer or something. <laughs> get it queued up. <laughs> he says, thanks for meeting with me, Doc. I've been reading about you. I don't know how I got here. Something to do with Spider-Man. I'm thinking of putting a team together. Do some good. And then Morbius simply replies, intriguing. And I literally, think there's at, some other lines in there. After, the, after like the ing and intriguing, it just pans to black. Mm-hmm. That was did from you, Vulture, too. What? Did you say the still figuring fuck. this place out? Did you say still figuring this place out? No, no, no. Okay. That that was the one piece of dialogue doesn't look like is in here. This is from okay. a Vulture article, which is kind of ironic. Good. No, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh my god! What but, the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I get. I mean, what are they trying to establish? Like, is this supposed to be a, a Sinister Six stinger? Like, what? I I think so. But yeah. I, who like who's gonna be in it? I... It makes the first post credit scene completely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Because he's in handcuffs, he may be released from prison, and it's like, well, that mystery's gone. He's released. Clearly, he was. <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> that was probably the whole thing that in the suit. movie. He found that suit because it's a new world. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell in that scene in the trailer. It looks like he's outside and he's in like a truck, but it looks like he's outside and he says the whole like Doc, like let's keep in touch. But he's outside when he says that in the trailer. Or so well, you know, for, I, I feel like that almost looks like they're in like a like they're still in prison. It looks like could, I don't know yeah, if they're being released could. or something. Right, but, right, right. Yeah. Could. You know, for as bad as movies was, Michael Keaton being it was like my saving grace. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost disappointed he was in it. <laughs> it is disheartening. You guys, well, you made a good. One of you made a good point in our text message group the other day, saying that. 
This was supposed to come out like right after mm-hmm. No Way Home, right? Yeah, I mean, if if you think about it, and um, or, I, I want to go back to that teaser. No, no, no I'm sorry. It was, supposed to, it was supposed to come out right after the first um, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Well, I mean, so if you think about it, I'm sure they wrote Morbius. Like, this was supposed to come out in 2020. I'm sure Morbius was written in, like, 2018, which was a year after Spider-Man Homecoming. So you got to imagine, I'm sure they incorporated some type of vulture scene in in that script. Well, they, they kind of hint at it when he's in, in prison mm-hmm. in the... Exactly. At the end of that one. Yeah, yeah. So... And if you go back to our No Way Home review, I mentioned during that whole battle and everything, no one could have gone and just, like, Keaton out of his cell to come help. Yeah, yeah. Like, Keaton's watching this whole thing on the news, like, in his cell. Like, all three spider He's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and... Lizard, well, Lizard was busy wading in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just hanging out. I, you know what? It, um, I, I did really think in No Way Home that Vulture was going to be one of the villains. <laughs> so, in this scene, I love in the, the whole thing. I forget what it was. Whoever said it, but the whole scene with Lizard in the truck, it's like I think someone did like a dialogue over when they're walking in the door. It's like, all right, it's all right, Lizard, you got to wait there. It's like we can only animate two characters in this oh, yeah. scene. <laughs> Oh my god. Must have something to do with Spider-Man. <laughs> Still figuring this place out. He's doing a good job at it if he got his suit back. Yeah. <laughs> Does make you wonder. I I mean if we get a Sinister Six, where do you got like who I feel like Scorpion maybe will come back at some point. Michael Mando. I, I mean honestly, I I could see that. I think, yeah. I don't think anyone's really asking for it. He's a good actor. He killed the I mean, Shocker character. You're not getting Shocker at all. Oh, did Shocker die? I was going to ask. Keaton killed him. He killed the one. There was another one. Bokeem Woodbine. Did he die? I think he lived. Okay. No, he, he killed, killed Logan, Logan Marshall, Marshall Green. Green. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? I got to think if they're doing Sinister... I think it's going to be very different from anything you would see in the comics, but I think it's going to be... Honestly, I could see it being like all of the characters they're trying to establish. So like Morbius, Venom, Craven, Madam Web. I think I just saw they're doing a Madam Web. Is she a bad guy? I don't know. I don't know a lot about that character. Yeah, Olivia Wilde directing the movie is interesting. Is I mean, it weird to say that if they're going to do the Sinister Six, it actually might work? Like these solos are bad, but if it's like a team up, maybe it's not the worst thing. You know what it reminds me of? This is a very, very different, but like I mean, it kind of almost reminds me of like the when they were trying to do the monster verse. Yeah, and like it's just these weird, obscure characters, and like I don't necessarily think the movies are like, like Kong versus Godzilla. I, I guess kind of. I mean, kind of similar to that too. Yeah. Well, no. Um, I, I'm sorry. I meant the Universal Monster Verse. So like for a while they were gonna do like. I mean, they did the Tom Cruise mummy movie, but like uh, they were going to okay. do like a Frankenstein, like a Bride of Frankenstein, and I think they were ultimately going to do like a team up. And I mean, it, the, the movies just didn't work; they shut down production on all of them. But like this kind of reminds me of that: like these obscure characters put them in their own movies. Movies aren't that great, but they're trying to lead up to something. So, I think you're onto something there, Dave. Where it's like. We're not. It's when we do get that team up movie, if we ever do, who knows? But if we do, like, it's not like we won't have some context for these characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's probably. I still don't have any context for Morbius. I don't know poor, if he's. I don't I know, know why he's bad. Right, right. Why he hates <laughs> Spider Man? You're right. I mean, maybe it'll be like the Hulk. Like in the beginning, like I didn't feel like they handled the Hulk that well, and then you know he works really well in 
Avengers. <laughs> yeah, perfect example of like we're just gonna change the character and we're not even gonna explain why. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Change the actor. So maybe Morbius will get recast. Who knows? I mean, just like on paper though, like a movie with Michael Keaton, Jared Leto, Tom Hardy, like, that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. But you tie it to this, it's a little less, yeah. you know. I also like it, it, I didn't realize this until today, but I was like so you have Keaton showing up in Morbius, and then I'm like, I mean, three months ago I was seeing Keaton like play the best role he's played in years in Dope Sick, you know? Yeah. Like, he just won an Emmy, and then, yeah, like, and then he's like showing up in this. Well, he's gonna be he's be back with as Batman. And he's playing too. Batman, yeah. Who knows what's going on with the Flash? That's I know. I want to put that dialogue that, of him in that second post and put it in the founder somewhere. <laughs> Order it <laughs> the burger. Just him walking up. Not sure how I got here. Might have something to do with Spider Man. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this place out. Eat it from the wrapper. <laughs> I hope the food's better at this joint. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I I do, yeah, you're right, John. I mean maybe we're we're crossing universes here a little bit, but like yeah, I mean Ezra Miller's in some hot water now. <laughs> I think I saw something like all like future f- flash projects are like on hold. Yeah. I don't know if that includes this movie. So, I mean, the movie's not coming out this year anyway. I, they got to release. Like, I, I feel like they probably film. It's probably, it's probably done. Like, yeah. But I think at this point they got to release Between that, that the like, Amber Heard drama, like DC is just a hot mess. And I, I would like to say that Pattinson's Batman might be a, they're going to try to do a, a connected universe, maybe that's the jumping point mm-hmm. you start out at, but I don't know what you do with that anymore. I yeah. really don't. You know, my, you know my opinion. I'd say just go right to TV like, and yeah. stream and like, make se- series and then make a team-up movie. Do a team-up, yeah. It's always been my philosophy for DC. Would you rather have seen a 10-part episode for Morbius? Well, I'd probably get more conscious of why he's a bad person. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> true. It's not just like an hour forty. Like, filming yeah. filming did wrap on the Flash back in October, so okay. you're probably right now. Like a Venom show, like we made that a show. I know. I know. Well, they did announce a spin. They're doing a spinoff of this show for I don't, I don't know what platform. I don't think they said one yet, but it's of uh, Tyrese and Al Madrigal's characters. Really, the cops awful in this. Match, Quite honestly, I would solo. Yeah. <laughs> Quite honestly, I would rather see a show with the two of them. It's a show about just Morbius. what happens to him between the time he takes that blood and when he confronts Morbius for the first time. That's what the whole show is. Yeah, he's just everything like, that happens in between. Just living his life in New York, just eating people. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to get across that he's rich, but do they ever establish how or why? No, that, that's another thing that I, I've, I'm hearing people talk about is like there really isn't any like context to like how he like is able to live the way he lives. Or know? even, like, what the, the serum has really done for them. Mm-hmm. Besides, obviously, like, walking without the, the canes. Them, but. Yeah. I mean, I, I think... It, and, I mean, you wonder where the money came from, but I think another thing to point out is, like, I think his character is, like, funding Morbius's research. You first see him as an yes. adult, and he looks like he's got on, like, death's row. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they all look well, sick. Like, like, he's about to die at any yeah. second. Yeah. Did you guys see the report that apparently, like, on the set, like, if Jared Leto had to go to the bathroom, he would like use the crutches. Like saw, he stayed in character to like yeah. go to the bathroom. Oh, did you hear this? He's he's play, he wants to play a pedophile on a movie, and he's 
method acting for it. Like, I, it's a legit article. God. That's, that's too much. That's not good. What? I Wait, forgot. Is that true? Yeah, look, Google it. Jeez. I forgot he was in the little things. I forgot. I mean, he, he was, was okay good in that. that. He like, was okay. I, I'm not, you know. I'm, I don't hate him. I don't hate Jared Leto. I mean, I thought he he was good in Requiem for a Dream. Like, yeah, he was good in Dallas good, Buyers though. Club. But, like, outside of that, like, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything where I'm just like, he's great. I mean, he was great in House of Gucci, but I don't know if he was great for the right reasons. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. Like, I would have been... Did he get nominated for Little Things? No. no. He, the past couple of years, he's been, like, in the running. See, like, I, I would never nominate him for either his performance in that or House of Gucci. Yeah. But I'm also not going to say he wasn't good in those movies. I mean, is he... He's not... You're, I think you're you're right. Like he's not good for the right reasons in House of Gucci. Yeah, but. yeah. Article, just for you, just said I literally just Google what you you were saying. Jared Leto's Morbius method acting became a problem on set. Then in like uh, close mm-hmm. paren, forty five minute bathroom breaks were an issue. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, the amount of work that must have taken for him to like. Just... Just like Jared Leto's weird acting style isn't method; it's unnecessary and silly. Well, I mean, we we go back to the Joker. Like he was supposedly he was sending like all this crazy stuff. He sent like Margot Robbie a, a dead rat or something like that. Something like that. Like, like I mean, I don't. I'm not joking when I say it. Like I think I heard like he was sending like used condoms to like people. Like oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's what we like to hear. But I mean, it, it does get to a point where it's just like, it, like it's just problematic. It's not. You know, like, I don't know how this helps your role if you're doing that stuff. <laughs> That's, I, if you guys are watching the Sixers game the other night, yeah, Kate Scott was talking about this movie. Was she? She was. She Was it like a, a promo or something? Or was She's it a doing a little sponsor for it. Yeah, I guess so. Which, no, I mean, I, I guess she went to see, I think she went to see it with Thibault. Yeah. I just see her talk, like, see Sony's Morbius. <laughs> oh. My. Goodness. I want a movie though. I was glad we had that Jared Leto discussion. He's, I think it was a little too far. I don't think he needs to go as hard as he does in these he movies. He does. Like, you know, I, well, I think he got all this praise for what he did in Dallas Buyers Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he won an Oscar for that. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, this is actually worse because he was a musician before he was an actor. So yeah, I, I, this, this works. So I'm just gonna just keep rolling with what I'm does doing. Does he still I mean, do stuff with them, or he he's still? I don't think he's as busy with them. I mean, he's been in. I feel like the past five years, he's done more movies than he he's did. He's put what thirty seconds to Mars. Thirty seconds yes. to Mars. Yeah, I, I like them. I think they're a good band. Reminds me of, like my high school years. I know. <laughs> Riding the bus. Yeah, and like driving, listen to him. Um, but I mean, he he was also like a teen star. Like he was in my so-called life. He was in, um, like I said, Requiem for a Dream and. He was in Panic Room. I just saw that. He's, he's I thought you were going to say that. Requiem for a Tuesday. Right. Yeah. He's not in that. But Blade Runner 2049, I forgot he was in that. And I mean, he was Joker, too. I think we forget about that sometimes. I just added over today, put two and two together, that Jake Jonah was in The Bubble Boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's next week's review. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we, I told you about Jake Hall earlier, saying I think he should be, and he, like he could have done a good Morbius. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, could have worked out. He's kind of out there too, with in terms of like just an odd actor, just like Leto. 
I, Jake Gyllenhaal probably smells, I think. What an odd thing to say. <laughs> I, was, I was not expecting that. What the fuck? God, he's probably just like, I don't know. He's probably like hippy-dippy. He probably yeah, he's gets like a shower stank. once a week. <laughs> yeah. I was a little disappointed at first, but that's just the way it goes. You know, everybody's that way. <laughs> All right, what, what else about any, any final thoughts on Morbius? I'm trying to think. This was a good beer. This was a good beer. I mean, I think the can kind of lies with the the phrase at the top dedicated to the legend because Morbius was definitely not a legend. I didn't think it was that good. No. I, I think, like I said, I think there was a movie in there somewhere. Mm. I I have yet to figure out where it is. Mm. But I, I would say as a fan of Spider-Man, I think, I guess it's cool to at least see that they're branch out using more obscure villains it's definitely intriguing and i think you have to take with a grain of salt a lot of the things that are in this because we are dealing with a human vampire mm-hmm. yeah you gotta it's, it's you a know. comic movie it's supposed to be silly it's supposed to be not like oscar worthy but at least tell a good goddamn story this was just yeah Part after part, it was just more of a mess. And I had more time, like John said earlier, trying to figure out what actually happened in this movie. Like It, it takes the phrase forgettable to a completely whole new level. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was bored watching this movie. I mean, th- yeah. this movie reminded me a lot of, like, honestly, Dave, like movies we would see back when we were in, like, high school. 2007, 2008, 2009. Like, I don't necessarily think we saw the best movies back then. Dan, real life? Ah, I no. That was much better than that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, like, something specific. I don't know. Like, Disturbia? The Rocker? Nah, good movie, too. Yeah, like, The Rocker. <laughs> oh, The Rocker. Just, just, like, forgettable, boring movies that we, you know, I don't know. Drillbit Taylor? No, we, we, why are we? We got to stop comparing this movie to comedies. I'm trying to think of like, <laughs> like Silver Surfer, right? Yeah, like Silver Surfer, Green Lantern. I mean, I never saw it, but like Jonah Hex. I'm sure it's kind of like similar to that, you know. Jonah Hex. Did you ever hear about that movie? No. Uh, look it up. <laughs> Final thoughts on Morbius, John? I thought it was good. <laughs> it's not April Fool's Day. Yeah. No, it was very bad. Um, it's not enjoyable, boring. Not a great movie. I, I do agree with you, Dave. I think there's a good movie in there somewhere. But uh, they just definitely didn't find this. Is a bit disappointed. I mean, this isn't a horrible director. I think Daniel Espinosa, he made that movie Life a couple years ago, which was not great, but was a lot better than this. So mm-hmm. um, who knows what we'll be seeing. Yeah. What you know? What I, I think before we sound off, though, what like what direction would you have wanted to see this movie go? Because I hear you guys saying you thought there was a movie here. I I don't see a movie here. I'm sorry. I, just, I wanted I, to see why he's a bad person and why we're yeah. supposed to think him as a villain. Yeah, like I. It goes back to my my theory. That I want these things to connect, and if you're gonna make them connect, you need the post credit scene made this whole movie completely pointless. Mm-hmm. Because he's out there hunting Spider-Man, and has, right. and we have no idea that he is out looking for him. What he's trying to I do. I think you you write a little he bit ended, of like a tiger story. End of the movie, trying to save lives, lives, and save the world. Mm-hmm. Like I have, I don't ha- see the connection with him trying to fight a superhero. Yeah, I really don't. 
I think if you write a little bit of like a tighter story and flesh his character out more, like I think they needed to define what they wanted to do with Morbius. Is he an anti-hero? Is he a villain? Is he a hero? You leave the movie really just seeing him as a hero, and you're right. The post-credit scenes kind of make that like, like what needed to point. happen was the was the love interest needed to die at the end of it, and that fueled his rage to go on a killing spree, and that and that's where. Mm-hmm. And, and the post-credits should have been, like, whoever they had the Spider-Man in their in their minds watching on the TV that this guy's out there hunting. He's like, oh, here comes another one. Mm-hmm. That's all you needed. Yeah, yeah. And I think with me, it's just it. there's probably a way you can do. I mean, there's a way you could do a a, a great movie with anything that you use any source material. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jared Leto is, I think, a good enough actor to pull it off. But I just don't think they didn't find it here. Do we think we're getting Morbius too? I think we are. Is it Greenland? I I would wager you're probably going to see him in some... I I think it's more likely you see him in some other kind of movie. I didn't think we would get Venom to. That made a lot of money. Yeah. Like, that was like a surprise hit. I mean, I know they had the... It's going to be Carnage post credit scene, but like... I mean... I I really didn't think we were going to get another one, but... Who knows? Yeah, that was like Venom was like kind of a surprise hit. This, I mean, it's tough to tell. I mean, I, I don't really know what kind of competition this has in the weeks ahead. I mean, th- this will probably stay in the top five for a little bit. I, I mean, that mo- ambulance I think looks decent for Michael yeah. Bay. That could steal some thunder from it. And, mm-hmm. um, I think that looks pretty good, actually. I think so. Yeah. Uh, there's like an animated movie from Dream where I think the bad guys that comes out the end of the month, but okay. so it's a different demographic that won't affect this. Fantastic Beasts coming out soon. that could feed into that, this a little bit. There's probably some overlap. Sonic. There. I, I was hearing this April is like a bit. It's, it's probably going to be like we'll actually see like the movie theaters go up to like yeah. pre-COVID numbers. Yeah, like, there are a good amount. There's like a movie every weekend. You're right. Yeah, but I I think it's it's tough aligning where. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Ambulance and Fantastic Beasts are probably what will pose the biggest problems because mm. um, they probably have the most like audience overlap. But yeah, Sonic could steal some thunder from this, and and so could that uh, the bad guys. Mm. Yeah. So there's a Mark Rylance golf movie coming out. I was trying to. That's why I was on my phone. I was trying to find the name of that to joke about that and say we're reviewing it. Is there really? I think there is. I, I, oh. It's not popping up on his IMDb. He's another. He's one that's out now called The Outfit. That looks okay, I think. Yeah. Try, I can't find the name of it. This was fun. I, I think we were we were pretty excited to get on here and discuss Morbius, I thought. I was trying to think today as I was driving. Like, have, At this point, do you think, and you guys have done more episodes of this than me, have we reviewed more bad movies than good or more good movies I than bad? I think we've not many bad movies. Like, yeah. Not that we, we got yeah. in knowing that we were just going to rip it to shreds. Right. Straight up. And honestly, I think we've been very polite in yeah. our assessment. I would agree. I mean, I Space Jam 2, that might have been the worst movie we reviewed on here. I mean, Tom and Jerry, maybe? No, I, I mean, hot take, guys. I, I was going to say, I think Tom and Jerry was a little better than Morbius. I think so. I, if I... The way I kind of think of it is like if I have to watch a movie, what movie am I going to watch again? And that's kind of where I was getting at with New Mutants. I would, ra- I think I'd rather watch New Mutants again than this movie. That's me. But and I think I'd rather watch Tom and Jerry more than this movie. I, yeah. Yeah. I bad movies. I'm trying to think. I mean, we reviewed some pretty like gotta, weird movies. We gotta start doing some, good, some some more bad ones though. I know. I should. Yeah. 
take a look. I mean, I'm trying to think, Dave. We reviewed some weird movies in the beginning, like Doctor Sleep and like Ford versus Ferrari. Not like weird, but like a, those are. I haven't seen um, Doctor Sleep, but I like Ford v Ferrari. A yeah, lot. yeah. The Ben Affleck basketball one. The way back. I was right that before too. we had to close up shop for a little bit. Yeah, we mentioned a couple times. I was the same time we reviewed that. Uh, Ruby Gobert shut down the NBA. Tom Hanks. Tom got Hanks got COVID. COVID. Yeah. And then two weeks later, we were doing Tiger King over Zoom. I know. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, if it wasn't for COVID, we probably would not have even watched Tiger King. Yeah, yeah. You guys have done some good ones. Uh, mm. King of Staten Island, that was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you are with us for that one. That was like maybe right before. I don't I don't think I was on that episode. Oh. We did yeah. Tenant. I forgot about Tenant. That Tenet. was okay. Saw the drive through. I think that uh, was the downfall of that we. That there's we one. There's one we haven't said. There is one that was pretty bad. We haven't said. Wait, let me. I'm trying to think. Is are we talking like fall 2020? Is it Hubie? Yeah, it was Hubie. Oh, UB Halloween. Okay, <laughs> it was Hubie. Wonder Woman 84. Bad. I mean, talk about like a, a multiverse. I would love to see on the big screen the Sandlerverse. <laughs> I would love to see that. I mean, <laughs> the Sandlerverse. I mean, I I will say regardless of like. We bring this up a lot, but like I will say, like our that we went from review, like just the fact that we reviewed Nomadland, and then the following week we did Tom and Cherry. What? That's like just an average common person like looking at like our page. Like they probably have no idea. Like just random ass. They probably think we're like Marvel and DC fans more than anything. Yeah, Nomadland, like Tom the, and Jerry, Wandavision, our, our content. I do think our, I th- I feel like we reviewed the most DC stuff. Did we call this episode Brubius? Brubius, <laughs> maybe. Morbius the Living Bro. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I can't say much more about this. Nah, I'm, I'm clocked out too. But I, I had fun doing this episode. Yeah, guys. it was good. It's good being back in the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check out our social media. We're active on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can check out our episodes on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and um, anywhere else. I think it's everywhere. I think it's the big ones. Primaries. You yeah. can find us on any big channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a Google search away. If you have any suggestions for content you want us to review, if you want to come on and talk to us, just let us know and we'll... We can pencil you in. It's a pretty stacked house, though, so you might want to jump on that, though. Absolutely. We have people that want to be on, so. Yeah, waiting lists and everything. Yeah. yeah. But with that being said, this has been Postcutter Brews. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See you later.